Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That is how you join the show here on this Friday evening. One hour from now, Elliot Shore Parks will join us. We haven't caught up with Elliot in a while. I mean, we've had a lot of the Philly stuff until the end of last weekend. So, I mean, typically our Wednesday evening call with Elliot, it's been, um, we missed those. So we'll have Elliot coming on at 8 to give us his thoughts on the Eagles. His, you know... The 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 first time I heard on this on these airwaves the debate over perfect season go for it not go for it what's important here Elliot Ike John on the afternoon show we're debating this about a week ago and uh, it was great stuff so if Elliot on I, I know where he stands we'll, we'll get his thoughts on this team Jalen Hurts MVP candidacy at the midway point and this game against the Commanders coming up on Monday Monday Night Football here at the link by the way. I mean, obviously, be listening to the pregame show and the game itself on WIP. But if you um, if you're one of those people out there who does like to watch the game on television, which I mean, we all watch football on TV, but you but you also listen to WIP, kind of sync it up. Pregame on Monday, I did see this. ESPN put out this big PR thing that they they want to make sure everyone knows about this. It's really cool. I'm I'm excited to watch it. So RG3, who now uh, obviously works for ESPN as an, an analyst, he sat down with former Eagle quarterbacks and the current Eagle quarterback. It's kind of the lineage of the quarterback position here in Philadelphia. I believe it. Where are they doing it? At the, at the museum? Where You saw that. The um, Where where are Donovan, Vic, and Hertz hanging out? Yeah, it might have been the art museum. It, it might, certainly that's, was in like, the, the Eagles auditorium. No, no, that. it wasn't. There was no, there's not a football facility. I think it was the art museum. So it's Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Jalen Hertz, and I, I, I'm excited to just to watch it and to see how what those guys, how they interact with each other. We know Hertz and and McNabb have a relationship. Uh, Donovan joins the afternoon show, and he, they talk about that. Uh, I did see some people kind of saying uh, RG3, like, hey, why is why wasn't Randall Cunningham involved in this? And from what I gathered, they tried to invite him, but he couldn't make it. So, so Isn't he the Raiders team chaplain? Yeah, I mean, you think he's busy right now? They got a lot going on out there? I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, they've blown three 17-point leads this year. Maybe he's... Got a little prayer session going to fix the season. Do you think Josh McDaniels is skating by too easy on how much he stinks? Uh, yes. Um, well, if he loses to Jeff Saturday this weekend, they they both should pack their bags and go home. I feel bad for Rich Passaccia. Yeah, well, he was the better best coach they've had out there for a while, and they, they canned him too. But Monday night before the game, Hurts, Vic, and McNabb sitting down together. That should be fun to watch. 215-592-9494 to hop in. Do you want the Eagles to go full out for perfection? I do. I think the good, the special, the chance at history outweighs the worry with injuries and mental kind of weighing on the mentally as this season goes along. When you call in, we'll also play explicit history, which we often do here on Friday nights on the evening show. We'll give you a call of Eagles, Washington, Commanders, history. We know they've had different names over the years. Eagles against Washington, the history of the rivalry. We'll give you a famous moment in the history of the two teams, and you tell us the name that is bleeped out. 215-592-9494. George is up on WIP. Hey, George. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Good, George. What's up? I just want to chime in on this whole undefeated. I, I want to remind everybody what former Eagle 
who be, went on to become a head coach, once said, right, famous quote, you play to win the game, right? Yes, and that, Her- Herman was right about that, George. Herman was correct. That's every game, right? Every game. So I think Herman Edwards sure would have liked to go undefeated, right? So I think that's the mentality we should all be having there. Well, George, I think so too. And I do think there's circumstances that are involved, right? Like at the end of a season, if you got everything clinched and it's not an undefeated season, I'm okay with playing the backup quarterback. Like that doesn't bother me. But this is history, George. This is different. Exactly. Exactly. George, you want to play explicit history with us? I'll give it a shot. Ah, George, is, a shot. George is going to give it a shot. Tucker, let him hear one. There's play from about the 12, and there is Vic, as you talked about, John, rolling and launching downfield. Accelerates, caught the opening play, and all the way for a touchdown. 88 yards. George, who made that play? Uh, That was Deshaun, right? That was. You got it, George. Good one. Good call on that, George. That wasn't yesterday either. Was that 12 years ago? 2010, November 2010? Wow, yeah, that is a long time. Yeah, it was. You know what the craziest part is? Donovan McNabb was the quarterback on the other team? That is crazy. No, the only person involved in that is back in the NFL. Like, the, the, Did you know he got hurt in the second half, too? I missed that. Did he get hurt again? Yeah, he hurt his hamstring, sat out the fourth quarter. I'm talking about— I, I, If there was anything more predictable than Deshaun Jackson pulling a hammy— uh, yeah, that's obviously who we're talking about. The Sean is back. He signed about a month ago with the Baltimore Ravens, and he played in the game on Monday for Baltimore against the Saints. I didn't even realize Tucker just mentioned he got hurt. Of course, he got hurt. I mean, every time he plays for the last three, it's kind of sad he doesn't he he doesn't get it. Like it's not that he can't run anymore; he can still run. I mean, I think his last touchdown here with the Eagles was a bomb from Hurts to to Deshaun against the Cowboys two years you ago. Know that picture we just talked about with those four quarterbacks Deshaun Jackson's caught a touchdown from all four of them from RG3 from uh from McNabb Hertz from Hertz from and, Vic. and obviously Vic yeah he has he's, he's still in the league he just came back it's it's but it's bananas he's trying to do this again and now he's with Lamar Jackson 215-592-9494 to hop in the pursuit of perfection and explicit history we give you a call in Eagles Washington history and you see if you could name the name that Tucker has bleeped out. There's some good ones in here. Obviously, Deshaun. Yeah, that that was a coming out party that game. They blew the doors off of that Washington team on that Monday night in D.C. That Eagles team, that was the one that a few weeks later, um, you know, Vic and company make that great comeback on the Giants. Eagles win the NFC East. That that team for a while there, like mid no, you know, beginning of November through the middle of December, they looked like they were going to be the team in the NFC that went on a run. I mean, I I actually remember that that was the playoff game they lost here to the Packers. It's funny you go back and look at how that team ended and Joe Webb. We kind of remember the the miracle at the Meadowlands with Deshaun Jackson returning that punt. That fourth quarter is about the only decent quarter of po- football they played from December onward. Right from I would say early November to that moment, they looked like they were going to be a, a team that no one wanted to play in the playoffs, and then they stopped playing well, including the, the Tuesday loss to Joe Webb. Yeah, that was a rough one. After the snowstorm that came around here. I really did think the winner of that Packers Eagles playoff game was gonna make a run. Because if I remember if I remember correctly, the top seeds that year were kind of weak. I think it was Jay Cutler's Bears and an early Matt Ryan Falcons. Yeah, I mean after they they beat the Giants, they lost to Joe Webb, and then they lost fourteen thirteen to the Cowboys in the mm. last week of the season. And then yeah, the Falcons beat the Eagles, then went on the road and beat the Falcons. And then beat the Bears in the NFC title game, which I believe Jay Cutler tore his ACL in that game. Well, yeah, but was that the game he like gave up halfway through and, and just went home. Yeah, and everyone was kind of uh, wondering if he was really that hurt because he was walking around the next day. Yeah, because Caleb Haney threw twenty passes that day yeah. for uh, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, so obviously whoever played the Bears was going to get to the Super Bowl. Let's talk to Garth in Sicklersville. What's up, Garth? Hey, what's going on, Joe? Garth, what are you thinking tonight, buddy? Yeah, so I kind of got an opinion on what I think the mindset is behind Eagles fans not wanting to go undefeated. I don't think it's the pursuit of greatness that I think is the issue. I think it's the fear of the letdown because it hasn't been done before. Like, the expectation is, like, if you go undefeated, then you better win the Super Bowl or else it's a total bust. So I I feel like that's where I think the mindset is of the fan base because, like, any team – but in reality, any team can go undefeated, right? So, like, there's only two teams that have done it. So that's where I think the expectation is that every team, like, 
at least one team can't win like you know every game like it's impossible to go undefeated so I, I think you're like right, Garth. I think you're. I think you're onto something about that. Almost like a fear of, okay, what happens if we do this and then don't win the Super Bowl? I could be the biggest embarrassment or letdown, or however you want to frame it. I, I think that definitely is part of it because that's what people keep bringing up. Like, well, what if we get injured, or what if we lose a player, or what if we, you know, we get tired, or whatever we keep hearing. Right. Exactly. That's that's where I think the mindset at. But my thing is this: like any team can go undefeated. It's just that not. It's only two teams that have done it. So, like, the expectation is that, you know, it can't happen. But it's possible because it's out there. Like, the the limit is 17 games. So, it is very possible that a team can go undefeated. So, I feel like if you can do it, then why not? Because no team is aiming to lose any game. Like, Nick Sirianni's philosophy is 1-0 every week, right? So who's to say that you can't go one to no every week for the whole rest of the season up into the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl? You so. can, and I think they have the right mentality. I mean, some teams might not, but they have it. Garth, you want to play explicit history with us? Sure, let's, why not? Let's do it. Let's give Garth a highlight. Eagles, Washington history. You tell us the name that is bleeped out. Wentz under center. Wentz firing, and it is caught. Is it a touchdown? Is yes, it a it touchdown? Is. It is. Caught in the fourth quarter of the end zone. It is a touchdown, and they are surrounding as the pass goes deep into the end zone to Garth, who caught that game-winning touchdown? Eagles at Washington football team 2019. Who caught that pass? Uh, I want to say that is Zach Ertz. Mm. Garth, that's a good guess. I mean, a lot of Wentz passes did go to Zach Ertz, especially in the red zone. So this one, Merle, I think was a little happy because this was a, a Merle Reese favorite. Yes, this was a long time Merle Reese favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's so almost Jalen Hurts came along and just pushed him down. Yeah, well, I mean that he he's become the guy for Merrill now as these years have gone on. But yes, that was a an excellent throw, uh, even better catch, high point of the ball, big time First catch, career NFL touchdown, right? I uh, probably was, and then you know, and that game they needed that game as they tried to come back from five and seven to win the division, which they obviously. Did pull that off. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Stacy, who is up on WIP. Hey, Stacy. Yes, good evening. How is everybody? Praise St- the Lord. You got it, Busty. Stacy. We're doing well. How are you doing? I'm recovering. Well, I've recovered now from the Phillies loss and the Union loss, which was, oh, my goodness. Yeah, like, it was a tough day, uh, Stacey. I mean, especially because back-to-back, right? And we're watching the uh, the end of the Union coverage right into the start of the World Series Game 6. That was a uh, that's a tough five hours or so. Very tough. Great great runs by both of them, but very tough loss. Now, I, and which is bringing me to this. First of all, we have the complete wrong mentality. The mentality we should have, one game, one half. One quarter, one series, one play at a time. We're not even halfway through the season, and we're already talking about trying to get be undefeated and all that nonsense. We got one game to play, the game against Washington. That's the game we should be focused on. That's the game the players need to be focused on. Anything else after that is ridiculous. And that's where you start getting in trouble. That's where we as fans start getting in trouble, looking for expectations of things. Play the game in front of you. That's the game that that's the game that matters. Well, Stacy, I agree with your perspective, but that's for the team to worry about. You and I don't have to worry about that. We're not going to cause a loss by talking about this. I, I don't. I, I'm. For me, it's simpler, especially after what I just told. After what we just talked about with the union and the Phillies, right? We were we were up two one and thought that series was over, and we saw how that turned out. We were up three two with two minutes left in extra time and thought that championship was won. So maybe it's and, – and I think the previous caller hit it on the head, talking about we, we have a fear of and – and it's legitimate because of the past. It's, it's legitimate because of the past history with every team in this city. So we need to just – I'm glad that the players have the right focus, not worrying about all this other stuff. Of course, if you get if you get that close and you have a shot, 
maybe you consider taking it. But the ultimate goal is to win the Lombardi. All that other stuff is just is just extra is just uh, sautéed onions and mushrooms on your steak. Yeah, well, and, yeah, well, you're right about that, Stacey. The ultimate goal, we agree on that. Stacey, you ready to play explicit history with us? Sure, why not? All right, let's give Stacey a highlight here. Wentz takes the snap again. He looks. He steps up. Still looking. He dashes to his left. He dashes to his right. He is starting to run. Now he fires downfield. Caught. Three at the ten. Touchdown, Eagles. Listen, this is Carson Wentz pulling something out of the hat. Stacy, who made that catch and scored the touchdown? Boston Scott. Stacy, good guess. He's been on these teams for a while now. But no, that, this actually was a, uh, a deep pass down the field to a wideout. This was, I think, our first inclination that something special was happening that season. I agree with you. Yes, it was. that, And that was a special play. It was a special um, – it, it was a game-changing kind of play, and a lot of those happened over the next couple of months. 215-592-9494, explicit history, Eagles commanders. Look, I want to comment on one thing Stace said about the undefeated thing. And it's, it's and I mentioned this when we opened the show, it's, it's part of why I don't worry about distractions. Like, first of all – Anything we talk about on WIP has no outcome. No, it's nothing to do with anything. Like, like they're going to be focused or not focused. That's that's their own thing out over there at the Novacare Complex. We could talk about this, or we could say, no, it's too, you know, it's too early. We can't. We're going to bad juju, bad vibe, nonsense. We're fans. We could talk about any of these angles because that's what fans do. But as far as the the focus and concentration, I don't worry about this. I think this is a special Eagles team. And I don't just mean that in terms of talent or or success or point differential or depth. They have an outstanding mentality about them. I remember during the Super Bowl year, Howard would always come in and tell me the greatest the greatest team chemistry he's ever seen. You know that year in 2017, and it played itself out. Right, they lose their their t- their top player that season, and they win without him because the chemistry that they just believed they could do it, and, and they they banded together. It was a special group. This team has a different kind of special to them where their focus is unparalleled across the NFL. Like, it's just next play, next moment, next... They just don't have bad games. And that is so rare in the NFL. I think that starts with Jalen Hurts. Someone earlier compared him to Kobe and the mama mentality. I think Nick Sirianni is really good about keeping them on task. And and I think they have a really good group blend of veterans that have been around a long time and know what it takes to win and, and kind of prepare. And young guys... Doesn't it feel like their their young guys have old souls? I don't get the sense that Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and Landon Dickerson are letting their young success get to their head. That doesn't seem like who these guys are or Jordan Davis. And Nicobe Dean hasn't really played yet, but he also two strikes. They have some old souls on their team where they act like veterans even though they're really not and they haven't done this before and they're kind of brand new to winning. They, they don't act that way. I think it, part of it is where they came from, Alabama, Georgia, whatever, big schools, programs that won a lot. It's a really unique group that I just don't think will be distracted by this. I, I don't. I think we could be heading towards week 13, week 14, undefeated. It's the biggest story in sports. You know, 10 extra reporters in the Novacare Complex every day, and Jalen Hurts will go about his business as the same as if they were 4-10. and 10. That, that, That's really a big reason why I don't worry about any of this stuff. Let's talk to Nick, who's in Washington Township. Hey, Nick. Hey, Joe. What's happening, buddy? How you doing, Nick? Good, good. Listen, for, hopefully you get the mid, uh, midday show. That'd be great. Well, I appreciate uh, that, Nick. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Um, listen, Joe, I'm going to use you as my psychiatrist because I'm about to go insane listening to this undefeated stuff. And, and it's absurd because, again, when did Philadelphia lose its mentality of any given Sunday, like, are are, are we kidding? Like, are we seriously talking about an undefeated season at eight and zero? Like, really? Like, that seems like something like Cleveland would do. Like, I, I I can't I can't wrap my head around. This. You think it's too early? Way too early. If we were fourteen and zero, or even thirteen and zero, okay, let me just start talking about it. Well, the 8-0? You know why, you... Nick? You know what I think? You know why I think it's... it's be, and, and this week, certainly, it's been a more of a talking point than any... Like, this was the first week I, it really started being talked about. I think it's because 
they're not winning close. Like they are, they're winning every game here. You know, I don't mean with ease, but you know what I mean. Like there haven't been field goal wins. Like they're right. they haven't trailed in the second half of the game. Like they're the best team in the league right now. I, I agree. I concur, one hundred percent. And you know what? You nailed it on the head. It's the mentality, and I, I think that comes from Sirianni, and obviously hurts. I, I don't think I've ever seen a kid as young as him. Kind of mentality. Doesn't he have an old soul, Nick? It, 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 he talks. I feel like he's been in the league 10 years. It's his second year as a starter. 100%. 100%. Joe. And, and to be honest with you, last year, the first six games, I I couldn't get off Sirianni's back. I've never hated a coach as much as I did the last six games or the first six games of the last season. It was like right in front, like run the ball. And he, you know what I mean? Like he was driving nuts. Yeah, I love the guy. You know, like we were making fun of them, you know, with the flowers and stuff like that. But whatever he's doing, he's keeping this team focused. And I think Hurts has a lot to do with that as well. Yeah, they really, it's a great pairing, the two of them. They, they got this team in the right direction. Nick, you want to play explicit history with us? Let's go. Let's do it. Nick's ready. Lance on the gun to his right, slot to the near side of the field. Back goes Wentz. He's looking. He's looking. Now he starts to roll. He's going to run. He is running and he's firing, and it is incomplete. That's a touchdown. Oh, no. Is it? Is it? They are calling a it a touchdown. touchdown. To... <laughs> on the far side of the field. Wentz looked like he was going to run through it on the far side of the field, and <laughs> just stayed in. Who made that catch, Nick? Hurts. <laughs> Oh, Nick, appreciate it. Good guess. I will say this. If I my, my memory serves, some of Ertz's biggest games were against Washington. He really played well against them. I feel like every year in December, he would have a 10-catch, 150-yard game against Washington. I think if you go back now, that was not Ertz, obviously. That's why you heard the buzzer. That, that particular touchdown was not to Zach Ertz, uh, but a good guess. I think if you go back, Remember the game the Eagles lost with Chip Kelly early in Ertz's career? A Saturday night game. Mark Sanchez was the quarterback. It's probably 20. They lost to RG3. Yeah, I think RG3 was the other quarterback. Uh, 2014, maybe? I think 2014. If, I, if my memory serves, Ertz had like 13 catches in that game. He was enormous. Uh, 2015. 2015. How about, so 2014. You're right. 15 for 115. 15! In December of 2014. December of 2015, he had 13 for 122. December of 2016, he had 10 for 112. December, or this was October, so he only had five for 89 the next year. But three straight years, he had at least 10 catches and 100 yards against Washington in December. There are several people listening to us right now who have had, you know, whatever, a thousand bucks extra in their pocket because Zach Ertz won them a fantasy championship every year. I mean, th- those December games were right in the thick of, pl- you know, the playoffs for, for fantasy yeah, two of football. Them were week 16. That's so that, that would have been your fantasy football championship. I mean, you're getting 15 catches out of your tight end in the fantasy title game. You're probably going to win that thing. 2-1-5. No touchdowns, though. Hmm. But still, that's still a lot of points. 15 and then 125. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop board. We'll come back. Your phone calls explicit history, Eagles, Commander's history, and the pursuit of perfection. I'm all in to do this, and I, I, I just am amazed. I know people have been a little scared, tentative. I mean, Howard basically he needs to get another dog because um, he's scared. And and I look there. There's a sliding scale. There's a sliding scale of how how worried you'd be about injuries, about the idea of pushing too hard. And I do think that that Patriots team kind of ran out of gas in 2007. But as I weigh the scales of going for history versus not. I want the Eagles to go all out to be an undefeated team. And although it feels early, like our last caller said, I really do think they're going to enter the month of December undefeated. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop board. We'll come back. Explicit history. Your thoughts on the chance at perfection. Should they go all out for this? And when we get back, Jalen Hurts on the uh, the podcast that now Travis and J.C. Kelsey do together, he told the story about draft night. Tucker and I were here live on the air. We were the first people to bring in the Jalen Hurts draft pick. We know what we were thinking. What was he thinking when the phone rang? And did he think he was ending up here in Philadelphia? 215-592-9494. Tell you how board on Sports Radio 94 WIP. One of the things I love about betting on the NFL is that I'm always finding new players or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for Sunday's game. 
Look, uh, I'll go with this game for you on Sunday. Let's go with the Green Bay and Dallas game on Sunday. I will take the over-rushing yards for Tony Pollard. I will take two touchdowns, so, so over the one-and-a-half touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. And I think Green Bay might have one more, have a little fight in them after the way they've been embarrassed. I'll take Green Bay plus the four-and-a-half points to keep that game close on Sunday in Lambeau. Same game parlay, one of the many reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, and easy to find your bet. Once you place it, and there's fast withdrawals. When you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings fast. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today. Promo code GILIO for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. I really like the FanDuel app. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Sports Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Gilio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard on this Friday night. 8 o'clock, Elliott Shore Parks on all things Eagles. And I believe Elliott went to the hardware store this week, so we don't have to get the story on that. Did he? Yeah, he was tweeting about how proud he was because he got, I think he went to the hardware store and he's, he's doing something around the house. Do you get proud when you like fix something at home by yourself? I, I do because I, I usually struggle with these, those kind of Me things. Me too. You know, I noticed I was listening to Mark Cerise. They were saying the same thing. I think there's a common denominator between us here at the radio station. We're not that handy. No, but when I do something handy, like at my old house, like a bunch of electrical outlets broke, yeah. I was able to replace them, no problem. It's not that hard. That's not that hard. Um, but So just off the top of your head, who would be the handiest person you think we have here? I know John Johnson used to work in... Um, I think John Johnson's probably in a class of his own. Yeah, he, I think he has a, a background he in He has in a skill set. Take him out. You think anyone else here is even remotely handy? Like, forget the camera. I mean, like, I did out. construction one summer, but my job was just to haul garbage. I, I wouldn't put yeah. myself in a, an elite category. No. I mean, it's a pretty non handy group we have around here. Like, Richie, I could see working at a construction site. Like, he, he's built like a construction worker. He does look like one, but do you think he actually does like handy stuff around his own home? No, but the dude can rock a flannel. Well, that's true. And yeah. that's half the battle. Yeah, that, that, that's looks. I'm not talking about And lo- I know who isn't handy is James Seltzer, because I texted him about me hanging Christmas lights this weekend, and he said, I would just have my wife do it. Yeah, see, I like I, I try. Um, I just you know, you have to be self aware in life. Like I try, I I do the best I can. I'm just not very good at those kind of things. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Jalen Hurts, he's good at football. So were the Kelseys. So Jalen Hurts was on Travis and Jace's new podcast, New Heights, the name of their podcast. Um, and here's what Jay, what uh, what 
what Jalen Hurts had to say about draft night. Of course, we were here on the evening show bringing it to you live a few years ago when Jalen Hurts was drafted by the Eagles. Did he think, though, he was headed to the Eagles? Here's what he had to say. What did you think when you were drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles? So when they called me, mm-hmm. I got the 2 and 5 Who was it? It was Howie. Howie gave me a call. And ironically, you know, we played Pittsburgh this week. We played Minnesota. We played a lot of teams at Vegas last year. Like, I thought I would be at one of those places. Sure. Um, and I know Pittsburgh had maybe the 48th pick or 40 so something. coming up. They had the first pick. So Their first pick was in the second round. And I, I thought I was going there. I thought I was going to Pittsburgh. So when I saw PA, I'm like, oh. This is Pittsburgh. I didn't know what to expect. So when they said the Philadelphia Eagles. Was Philadelphia a spot where you're like, that might be? I had no idea I would come here. I had no idea. This is going to be a big, this little conversation. I never really talked about it, but I had no idea. Nothing through like the combine or anything like that? No real like interviews with him? I had an interview with him at the draft, like an official interview. From the interview, I didn't think I was going to be an Eagle. Interesting, uh, as he tells the story about that, that he thought it was the Steelers. You know, Mike Tomlin was very, very complimentary of Jalen Hurts when they came here a few weeks ago. And to be honest, the Steelers should have done that. I mean, Kenny Pickett will be fine. I mean, I think he might turn out to be a decent quarterback, but <laughs> they should have taken Jalen Hurts. I mean, ben Roethlisberger was on the way out, and they could have had their replacement ready when Roethlisberger was cooked. I mean, they, that was a mistake. They should have taken him. Yeah, but they had Mason Rudolph. They did have Mason Rudolph. Yeah, mistake by the Steelers. Uh, certainly not taking Jalen Hurts there, letting him get to the Eagles. Brandon is at South Jersey. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Joe. How you doing tonight? Good, Brandon. What's on your mind? Um, I do want to talk about, well, actually, now that you just uh, played that little clip um, from uh, the podcast uh, for Jalen, he really is just, just seems like a 30-year-old veteran quarterback. You know, it's it's crazy to think that he's only in his third season. It is. He doesn't carry himself that way, Brandon, and it, it's funny. He's the same guy. Like, Jay, Kelsey was saying it this week, you know, his, his He's the same guy as he was two years ago when he got there, same guy as last year, same guy as now. Like, I just like that the success he's having, it doesn't seem to change his approach, and I think the whole team kind of feeds off of, like, we just go to work every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and also, just the whole going for 17-0, and 0, I don't really see this team going for that. I just see this team going for a Super Bowl, and if that happens, that happens. I don't, I don't see that as a big distraction for them. I don't think it will be a distraction either, but but it certainly will be a dis- they'll have to change the way they approach some things, right? Like if they if they lose a game somewhere along the line, I, I think we all know they'll sit their guys that last week, right? They're not going to play yeah, hurts, yeah. but like but if they're undefeated, that's where it kind of changes the equation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think they'll try. I mean, if they have a chance to do this, they're going to try because it's it's too special not to. Brandon, you want to play explicit history? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's give Brandon a highlight. Eagles, Washington history. Let you tell us the name that's bleeped out. Bulls keeps it. Throws it too high. And he is picked off. They're going to give it to Braylon. And Braylon is down inside the 35. Penalty flags at the end of the play. Foles is down. Chris Baker at the end of the play lays into Nick Foles. And they now throw three flags down on the field. As the left tackle goes right after Chris Baker. After Baker does that right there to Nick Foles. Brandon, whose name is bleeped out? Oh, that's easy. Um, that's got to be Jason Peters. Yes. That, you know what? That's a good job, Brandon. We appreciate the phone call. He earned a nickname for that play. He, he became the bodyguard after that. He play. did, and he protected Nick Foles. Um, that was, if I remember correct, that was an early se- season game. I think game? it was week three of 2014. Yes, I was thinking September. Um, I, I don't know why. It felt like it was a warm day. It's a weird memory of that day. It, just felt, I, I, it, was, it was unseasonably warm in late September that day. I remember it. Um, at least that's what I think I remember. But I do remember Jason Peters standing up for Nick Foles. That was... You know, there was kind of those moments early in Nick's career where you, he just you kind of realized the team loved him. They wanted to play for that guy. Uh, obviously, the year before, he had led them to the playoffs, and in that moment, Chris Baker went after him, and then Peters went after him. That that's um, I mean, that said a lot about Peters, but I think I always thought it said a lot about Nick Foles too. Nick Foles had 325 yards and three touchdowns that day. Deshaun Jackson had five catches for 117 yards for the Commanders. Yes, after he was cut. 
by the Eagles the uh, the offseason. An eighty-one yard touchdown. Who was the Commanders' quarterback? Was that Kirk? Kirk Cousins, yeah. Because I think he took over for most of that season, and RG three came in at the end. Yeah, that was yeah, that was when things were weird. I mean, th- listen, things are always weird with the Commanders. They're coming in here Monday with the what, what is going on down there? The the the, attor- the uh, attorney general, and they're fighting back and forth. Statements about Brian Robinson. That franchise is so bad. I mean, it's just it's never not bad down in Washington. Like they, they had have three quarterbacks start games that year. Kirk Cousins, RG three. Yep. I don't remember the third. Colt McCoy. RG3 made seven starts. Cousins made five. Colt McCoy made four. Imagine if I told you that day, two of those guys are still in the league. One's an ESPN analyst. You would not have guessed it's RG3. I imagine he's quite a bit younger than both of the other two. Well, no, him and Cousins drafted the same year. RG3 is only 32 years old. I know. Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy's still playing. He might start this weekend. Kyler Murray's a hamstring injury. Kirk Cousins is 34. Yeah. But they're so they're close. But McCoy's older than both. I mean, he's got to be 36, 37 now. He yeah, was, he's thirty six. Yeah, let's so go. That's s- unbelievable. Like RG three a decade ago. Like he should be in the prime of his career right now. Yeah, I mean he's he's younger than Matthew Stafford. He's young. He's younger than a lot of. He's younger, he's younger than, than Cam Newton. Right? Wasn't Cam Newton drafted two years before him? Or yeah, the year before him. The year before. I mean Russell uh, Russell Wilson. I know Russell stinks, but right now, but they were drafted the same year. That draft class was Foles, Russell Wilson, RG three. Kirk Cousins, Andrew Luck, Andrew. It, it's if I had told you, how about this? I know, I know. Russell Wilson's had the best career. What if I told you that uh, that Kirk Cousins is going to outlast them all? Because doesn't that seem like it's happening? Like if you had a guess right now, which of these two quarterbacks is going to be a starter at a high level f- longer? Would you say Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson? Because Kirk is Kirk continue to play at the same Kirk level he always does. Russell's falling off a cliff. I mean, Kirk Cousins might outlast all of those guys. Yeah, I mean, there's five quarterbacks from that draft class still in the NFL. Foles, Cousins, Luck, and not Luck, uh, Wilson. Who are the other two? And Tannehill. I'm sorry, there's only four. Tannehill. Yeah. Griffin was out in 2020. Brandon Whedon and Brock Osweiler were out in 2018. Hmm. And Ryan Lindley only made it to 2015. I think Cousins is going to outlast them all as a starter, like as a good starter. Yeah, second, he's the only Wilson has nine Pro Bowls. He has three. Yeah, I mean, obviously Wilson was better, but now Wilson might be on the backslide of this thing, and Cousins is still doing his thing. Let's talk to Steve in Norristown. Hey, Steve. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, Steve. What's um, on your mind? Uh, real quick, Tucker. I agree on the uh, on the way back from the commercial break where you're talking about Christmas lights and who's handy and who's not. Yeah. My wife puts up the Christmas lights because she doesn't like the way how I do it. I yeah. don't do a good enough job. We have a lot of that. <laughs> Whenever I try to do, like, you know, the lights or anything outside or anything like, you know, putting up something on the wall, it's always like she'll take it down and then put it back up because I didn't do it the right way. Exactly. Joe, the last time I talked to you, I want to say it was the first week of September, and you and I were both agreeing – about Jalen Hurts and how he can be a MVP candidate yep. and how he was going to be better. And I feel like you and I are the random ducks on the pond where nobody wants to, nobody wants to believe us and we're halfway through. And I think we're looking pretty good on our, on our little lily pads out there, if you will. Yeah, you know what, Steve? I, 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 I would, I would say we are. Yeah, I mean, the guy is the an MVP candidate right now. If the season ended today, Steve, I think at worst he's third, right? Mahomes and Allen. But if mm-hmm. this continues, he could certainly win the MVP. He's played that well, and Steve, I, I'm just amazed at, at his decision making. It's almost like he never throws a ball into traffic. Like maybe two or three times this year, you're like, oh, oh that, you shouldn't throw that past Jalen. But that's it. I mean, he just makes good decision after good decision. I think lowering the turnovers has helped him so much. And it really just shows how much he's grown. Not as a runner, not as, not as anything like that, but as a passer. He's not throwing any picks or anything like that. So I, I know he has two, but they were both, they were both deflected, and, and, you know, they weren't 100% on him. But um, one thing that I, uh, I'm i sort of with you on is with the undefeated season is I feel, yes, we will get through November uh, undefeated. 
I am very scared of the Titans because of Derrick Henry and his running ability and just we're not going to have Jordan Davis back by then. And it's I'm I'm worried about that. Other than that, I'm not really, really worried about any other game. What I do want them to do, though, is against the Saints on New Year's Day, you better have all your starters, even if you have number one seed locked up. You have all your starters out there because we have a top 10 pick and we want to keep that pick. So, you know, you want to beat the Saints in that situation. Yeah, and that's certainly with the way they're playing. I mean, that, that team's a mess. I mean, they that, that you're right about the, the, the draft pick. I Steve, I, I don't know if there's ever been a team that won the Super Bowl or played in the Super Bowl and also had a top five pick. I mean, that that could happen. That trade by Howie was was remarkable to steal, you know, to you know give them a, this year's first and get one in the future because it's, it's going to be a way better pick. When they say this coming year that you hear the analysts saying, like, there could be five or six first-round draft pick quarterbacks, if you have a top ten pick and we clearly don't need one or two for – for a quarterback, that is gold. Like you could do what he, what Howie did this past year, and you could even trade to get another first rounder for next year and pick up like a couple second round picks because he's already um, he's already stocking for 2024 because we already have two second rounders in 2024. This is what Howie does, and he does do a good job at that. Oh, he does an excellent job at it. See, yeah, Steve. I mean, I I think it's one of they, they could either get a premier player, you know, a pass rusher or or anything they want, uh, or they could. I mean, think about it. You just said it because people want the quarterbacks. They could trade that pick for like five other picks. Like they could restock mm-hmm. the whole team and, and and get younger. It's it's certainly a great position to be in. Steve, you want to play some explicit history with us? Absolutely. All I right, know. let's do. It. Let's give Steve a highlight here. Eagles Washington history. See if you could uh, tell us the name that's bleeped out. Back goes Hurts again. He steps up. He's going deep. He wants who has it down to the two. The he went high into the air and came down at the two. Boy, he fell hard. Steve, who made that catch? Was that Devontae Smith? It was, Steve. Good call. Week three this year, Devontae Smith. I'm feeling another Devontae Smith game on Monday. That matchup worked for him. It feels like it's been a few weeks since he went off and was the guy. Just feel like we're due for a Devontae game. So I feel like every time we talk about an eagle and say he, he's been quiet lately, he gets three or four touches in the first quarter. I feel yeah. the same way about Quez Watkins, and then he went and had three catches against Houston in the first quarter. Yeah, is what Nick Sirianni does. I think when you look at two uh, downfield passing, Jalen Hurts been one of the best in the NFL this year, and and covering downfield passes, the Commanders have been one of the worst. It just it fits. We saw it in week week three. When they went down there and and just they threw the ball down the field at will. I mean, it was Devonte here, it was Devonte there, it was AJ Brown. They just moved the ball wherever they wanted through the air with Jalen Hurts against this team. I think we probably get something similar offensively coming up on Monday night. Jason's in Swedesboro. Hey, Jason. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? What's up, buddy? Uh, I mean, me personally, I think we can go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't see anything stopping us, especially since our tackling is already an issue. Like, I'd rather not rest on the 17th week of the season or 18th week of the season, have that bye, and then come out super flat or something and not be able to tackle against the 49ers in the first week and have Christian McCaffrey run all over us. You know, that kind of scares me a little bit. Just a little bit because we don't tackle in practice. Um, but I, I don't see a reason as to why we can't go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about something that I think is a kind of a, again, a hot take. But it's completely true. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback this year than Josh Allen. And I'm here to die on this hill, and I'm going to die on this hill all year. Josh Allen is not a mature quarterback like Jalen Hurts yet. And when I say that, I mean Jalen Hurts, through the ups and downs of his days and games, he will always still be that same mature quarterback. Josh Allen rides his highs and his lows way too much. Like, you can really tell when it starts getting to him and the game is starting to break down on him. And you can tell with his decision-making as well. He's, he's top five in interceptions and fumbles loss right now. That's a detriment to a team. He's, the two losses they have isn't because he played well and the team didn't support him. It's because he lost that game. I mean, that against the Dolphins, he misses that game-winning touchdown throw. And against, I mean, last week, what, he had three interceptions? Taylor Harris isn't throwing three interceptions and losing a game this year. 
Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, I'm glad you brought this up. Josh Allen is obviously a really good quarterback and a really special talent, and he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. I mean, no one's going to dispute that. But there's still something to his game, Jason. I think you're, you're, you're saying it with maturity. He just has clunkers, like three or yeah. four games a year. Last year they got shut out by the Jaguars. I think he had a game yep. last December against the Falcons where he played kind of like he did against the Jets this past week. Like three or four times a year he will just play bad. And, and you know, that's fine. He's still really good, but it's hard to win an MVP that way. I, I think you're right. Like right now, Jalen – if I had a, a vote right now – I'd have Jalen ahead of him. Right now, I actually think it's Jalen and Mahomes. That's more of the like the debate right now in my head. I think I, I have to agree with you there because those are the only two quarterbacks that I think are consistently winning games and not putting their team in losing scenarios. Yeah, and I'm looking at it right now. Like Over the last two seasons, Jason, Josh Allen has 23 interceptions. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of interceptions in a season and a half. He, I feel like people like to look over his mistakes because he has that flash of, and that superstar look and all that because he's got that cannon arm and he's got, like, you know, the Bills when they blow someone out. They're not like the Eagles where they let off the gas and just run the clock out and just win the game. You know, when they're beating a team, they are still throwing 40-yard touchdown passes going into the fourth quarter because I, I, I feel like they like to throw deception at the fans. I feel like they want to show that they're really, really good any chance they can to try to mask their insecurities on that team. Yeah, it might be something to that. Um, and obviously, they're kind of that. They have that syndrome where they never won, and they want to be dominant, and all those kind of things. And they're good, and we might see it. And, and you yeah. know what? If we have a Super Bowl between the Eagles and Bills, I feel like the Eagles are going to pick off Josh Allen at least once. They're going to get him. Yep. I feel like I feel like if any team is going to be able to get in Josh Allen's head in the NFC, it's the Eagles. Jason, you want to play explicit history with us? I'm down. Let's give do it. it. Let's let's give Jason a highlight here. Wentz takes the snap again. He looks. He steps up. Still looking. He dashes to his left. He dashes to his right. He is starting to run. Now he fires downfield. Caught. Three at the ten. Touchdown Eagles. Listen, this is Carson Wentz pulling something out of the hat. Jason, who made that catch down the field? There is no way that this is. Is this Aguilar? You got it, Jason. I predicted you were giving me this before I got it. You knew it, Jason. I, I literally was like, I, I was like, if I get anything, I feel like I'm going to get the Aguilar one from when he when Wentz escapes the pocket. That's insane, Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, Jason. Man, I appreciate the phone call. You have a good weekend. Yeah, to the point on Josh Allen now. I don't think he's going to play this weekend. The Bills are being very vague about this. You know what's not vague? The point spread. That started at ten, and it's at three and a half. Tells me that someone knows something that Josh Allen's not going to play. It's interesting because I think the nature of his injury, like him practicing on a limited basis, isn't going to help it, right? Like it's similar to what Bryce Harper had, where he had to right. be shut down. So, or Zach Wheeler if it with is the inflammation management thing, it makes sense that he's sitting out of practice every day. Yeah, I, I just and what's the upside for them? I mean, their goal is to win the Super Bowl. This is not a division game. It's not even an AFC game. And I mean, I think they get, they actually could beat the Vikings with Keenum, uh, like a one week thing. Like I wouldn't be shocked they won this game. Case Keenum revenge game. It is. Uh, that's right. And I believe the Bills play the Browns next week. Another Case Keenum revenge spot. To be fair, like one third of the NFL is a Case Keenum revenge spot. They have the Rams coming up. Too. I don't know, but the rest of the season could be uh, could be Keenum revenge spots. Yeah, on the Josh Allen front, when it comes to. Um, the clunkers, and he had a clunker last week against the Jets. Now, the Jets' defense is really good this season. It, it might be a top-five defense, so it wasn't like you know he went out there against a bad team and just threw a couple picks. But that being said, one of the things that's not talked about, I just think we've just decided we don't want to say it, and Josh Allen's just great, and he is. I mean, I'm not knocking Josh Allen. He's, he's, he's amazing. He's not been as good as he was in his breakout season since his breakout season. He just hasn't. Two years ago, Josh Allen had a 107.2 passer rating, completed 69% of his passes, had 37 touchdowns passing. Since then, and he only had 10 picks. Since then, his completion percentage has dropped from 69 to 63. He has 23 interceptions in a season and a half compared to 10 in that year. And his passer rating has gone down by 14 points or 13 points. He's not been as consistently great as he was in his breakout season. I wonder if a lot of the narrative is people want to be right about Josh Allen, so they kind of push it forward, right? Like, Josh Allen's been the preseason MVP favorite now for two seasons. Yep. And I think people are afraid of him. And he, he's been fine, but you look at his numbers compared to Hurts this year. 
Hertz's passer rating is eight points higher. Hertz's completion range completion rating is four points higher. His yards per attempt is higher. He only has scored four less touchdowns and has thrown six less interceptions. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been more efficient than Josh Allen this entire season. Even and go back to, to your point about people want to just want to put him there. Like, he almost got more credit last season for losing to Patrick Mahomes than Joe Burrow did for beating Patrick Mahomes. It blew me away the way everyone talked about that. Like, oh, my God, Josh Allen. He played great. He lost. And then the next week, Joe Burrow went to the same place against the same team and beat him and won against him. It's just – it's bizarre. It's like we've just decided to crown Josh Allen an all-time great when he's not there yet. He's, he's a very good quarterback. And obviously, you know – 90% of teams in the league would die to have Josh Allen on their team. I'm just saying, I mean, the MVP stuff. Let, let's First of all, we'll see if he plays every game. I don't think he's going to. And and right now, I'd have him third. I, I'd go Hurts, Mahomes, and then I'd put Josh Allen on the MVP list. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. A lot to do in our 8 o'clock hour. The pursuit of perfection. I want the Eagles to go full out for this. Agree, disagree. Elliot Shore Parks will join us. We'll do a hot stove check-in, bottom of the hour, latest on the Phillies, and... MLB trade rumors, they do their predictions every year. Where players are going to land. We'll tell you the players connected and picked and predicted to the Phillies. We'll have some NFL picks, guess the takes, and we'll give some props out for Monday night with the Eagles and the Commanders. Big hour to come. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop board on Sports Radio 94 WIP. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 